When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Brooks Brothers. Huh. When I came home, they're like, yo, Dre, you need to wear Brooks Brothers clothes. It's what you're in the business space. Yeah. And polo is what I used to wear. Yeah. And Brooks Brothers is like a $40 difference between the shirts. Yeah. So I'm in a Brooks Brothers store one day. After I got a whole closet full, and I asked the dude, because it was a shirt, I'm like, I just got a problem paying $90 for a shirt that costs $30 or $40 at Polo. And Polo's recognizable with us. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm yeah. like, I asked the dude at the tape measure on his neck, why is this shirt worth $90? There's no logo on it. How's anybody going to know I spent $90 for this shirt? Right, right. <laughs> I, I, wanted, I wanted to be known. Right. I spent $90 for this shirt and not $40. He says, I don't know. I said, how can they tell us a Brooks Brothers shirt? He says, I don't know. Long story short, I'm like, this dude's full of it. He knows, but he won't tell me. And I'm standing there like, do I spend $90 on this shirt that nobody's gonna know it's a Brooks Brothers shirt? Then the dude walked in and I saw him. I said, that's a Brooks Brothers shirt. You know how I knew? Because I had it in my closet. Then I was watching the news that night and the newscaster had on a Brooks Brothers tie. You know how I knew? Because I shop in that store. Then I started seeing Brooks Brothers apparel. I said, you know, because you know. And if you don't know, you left out. Pay attention and listen, me about to teach class. Inside the vault, my man asks cash. So get your man right. Thursday nights, 8 p.m. You see him and change your life. Millionaire mindset, the best on earth. Blueprint to wealth and knowledge network. So get it while you can and he's standing right here. Welcome to another awesome episode of Inside the Vault with Ash Cash, the greatest money mindset show on the planet. Listen, they get mad because I get mine the Ash way. Forget a fair one, I get mine the fast way. Ski mass way, ransom note. Listen, this show is going to inspire you, is going to motivate you. 
You know, we got the, the OG, the legend, you know, from prison to millions, 105 years sentence in prison. And he was able to overcome that, was able to go to Harvard University. Look, look, I, I can't do his story no justice, but I got the man, the myth, the legend. Andre Norman is in the building. What's up, brother? What's up now? Oh, man. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm excited about this interview because, you know, just kind of hearing your story, there are so many people uh, that started out sort of like, you know, rough patch, uh, did some things, got in trouble, and they're like, you know what? Life is over. That's it. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about, like, you had surmountable, you know, odds, right? A sentence to life, 105 years in prison. You were able to, you, know, you were able to come home. I mean, before we go into all of that, right? For those who don't know, who is Andre Norman? Boston, Massachusetts is in the building. Yes, sir. Born and raised in Boston. Grew up there. Five brothers and sisters. Public school. School busing. I mean, all the basic stuff that everybody else goes through. And I'm just a regular kid from the hood. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We struggling to make it. Dad's not there. Mom's working three jobs. School lunch. The basics. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then you get to the middle school, you got to have that stuff. Yep. You, you got to have fly gear. You got to have them. I ain't got it. Yeah. Mom can't afford it. Make my way to the block. Yeah. I get to hustling. And middle school, I'm doing my little hustle thing. I ain't no major nothing. I'm just making $30, 40 $50 a day. Yeah. Real talk. You know what I'm saying? I was a runner for the runners in the park. You know what I'm saying? That's it. I was a little kid. I'm running, getting bags, and dropping them off to this guy. 50 bucks a day if I was lucky. But it was enough to buy school lunch. Mm. It was enough to buy clean clothes. It was enough for me to have some self-esteem when I walked out the door in the morning, I could pay for myself and I can cover myself. You know what I'm saying? So that's what that $50 did for me. And my sixth grade teacher, Miss Ellis, gave me a trumpet and she put me in a band. Then when I finished middle school, she made me go to a magnet school for musicians. She said, you have a gift. You go where your gift goes. I go to the magnet school, I'm in the band, it's all love. I'm hustling in the afternoon, I'm band in the morning. My man's in the afternoon started getting on me about my trumpet. Mm. So they were like, yo, the trumpet or us. Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? These are my friends, yeah. my ride or die, and I gave up my trumpet. Wow. And when I gave up my trumpet, I gave up the only thing that really had purpose in my life. Mm. So when I gave up my trumpet, I had nowhere to be, nothing to be, nothing. So I just drifted. Mm. And then before long, I'm in the street full time, mm. all the time, drop out of school. I find myself in court. And like everybody else, the judge started reading sentences. Seven to 10 years, armed robbery. Mm. Nine to 10 years, armed assault with a shotgun. Nine to 10 years, armed assault with a shotgun. Mm. 10 years, robbery. 10 years, kidnapping. Mm. 15 to 20 years, armed carjacking. Mm. 15 to 20 years, armed home evasion. Five years in the feds, 922G for that pistol. Mm. They put me in the van, drove me to the penitentiary, and they dropped me off at 18. Mm. And when I got there, I was scared. Yeah. Full-fledged. Yeah. But what it was, was a reunion of all my friends from the dummy class, mm. all my friends from the principal's office, yeah. all my friends from juvie probation, all my friends from the county jail. They were all there. Right. It was like a reunion in a homecoming. Yeah. So I got in with the team, and we started hustling, mm. and you start doing the prison life. Mm. Same thing we did in the street, we're now doing in jail. Wow. And instead of hustling against people in the street, strangers, you're hustling against other hustlers. Wow. And you just got to up your game. Yeah. And for six years, I lived that life. Mm. I'm saying... Contraband, hustling, extortion, I'm saying the whole Inside thing. Inside prison. Inside of prison. Wow. If I'm a stick-up kid, which is what I was yeah. in the street, yeah. because you just gave me 95 years and dropped me off at the penitentiary, didn't make me stop being me. Right. All I know how to get money is by taking it. Right. 
So when you put me in jail, I just had to change who I took it from. Right. <laughs> That's all. Right. Right. And you just have to be more thoughtful in prison because that shit bounces back fast. Yeah. And then while I'm in there, I catch eight cases. Say, wait, 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 you, you say, when you say you got to be more thoughtful. You got to be more that. thoughtful. Explain when you that. rob somebody on the street, yeah. I used to go out to the suburbs and rob people yeah. and come home and chill. Yeah. If you rob somebody in the penitentiary, he's in the next block. Mm. He got 100 years, you got 100 years. You're going to see his ass for the next 100 years. Right. His shit ain't going away. I can't rob you and go back to my hood. Right. <laughs> Right, yeah, right. I ain't got the safety of my hood to be chilling in. Right. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to see each other in the child hall. Mm. We're going to see each other in the yard. Yeah. We're going to see each other in the library, the gym, the auditorium. Yeah. So anything I do to you, I'm going to see you right. immediately, like later today. Right, right. So, so right. if I can't really back that up, mm. I shouldn't be doing it. So right. you have to be thoughtful about what you're doing and how you're doing it, because again, it bounces back. Yeah. There's a lot of dudes who run around the penitentiary, ball from you, ball from him, ball from him. At the end of the week, you got a massive bully can't pay. You got to check in now. Mm. Because you can't go nowhere. Right. You owe all this money. Right. We take your ass to the hole. Hit the hit the gate. That's what he's telling. Right. <laughs> Catch the gate. Right. Because you can't be out here and owe people. So when you rob people in jail, they got friends and they got friends and it just they got knives and they got knives. Right. It's not it's not like you can just walk away. Right. Because right. you still gonna walk down that main hallway every single day. Right. Wow. So you just have to be more thoughtful on how you move. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still robbing people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 then you and you said you caught eight cases while you was inside. I was charged eight times wow. over six years while I was in prison. Wow. And convicted twice, yeah. given an additional ten years. I spent two and a half years in solitary confinement. And I'm sitting in a hole in the basement, kinda like this, mm. by myself. Wow. In a cell twenty four hours a day. For two years. Two and a half. Two and a half years. Two and a half years the last time. I was just sitting in the cell in the basement by myself in a cell. No light. No sunlight. We just we call it a ten block. We just locked down wow. all day, every day. I've seen movies of people being in a hole, and going crazy. Going, is, is that what really happens? They go crazy. Wow. I've seen people set themselves on fire. Seen people hang themselves. People just lose their mind. Wow. You, you're, we're not as people designed to be locked in a cell yeah. with no sunlight yeah. for two and a half years. Yeah. That's not how we move by design. Yeah. We move based on interaction. Yeah. We move based on nature, right. sun, grass, yeah. all that stuff. Right. That's out. Right. You're just in a cell, yeah. not moving, nothing for two and a half years. Wow. Wow. And so 105 years. That was a total at the end. How many, how many years did you do in total? 14. Okay. Now, the thing is, they weren't all running wild. Okay. So I had the, all the first sentences running together. Okay. So the 15 and 20 was my controlling sentence with a five from and after. Yeah. Then the, the new cases I got went on top of that. Okay. So it was really like a 18 to 25 yeah. I was doing. Yeah. But it just, if you added them all up independently, yeah. it's 105. Yeah. And yeah. first, I didn't want to go home. Mm. You didn't want to go home? Never thought about it. Word. I was all in. Mm. Dudes in the street who are on the corner, who hustling, whatever your hustle is, I just say the corner. Right. They ain't trying to get off the corner. Mm. How many dudes you know that had RICO cases and millions of dollars and still went to jail? Right. Why didn't you quit last week when you had 10 million or 20 million? I was watching last night on YouTube, man. These young dudes is breaking my heart. Yeah. These young rapper dudes got millions of dollars yeah. and they dying. Right. You got $10 million, $3 million. One little young dude that signed a deal for $2 million. He out there selling drugs the next day. Right, right. They don't want out. I didn't want out of that life. Yeah. So when I got to the penitentiary, I committed to penitentiary life. Wow. When I was on the block, I committed to block life. Right. So there was no, I want to retire and go where. So when I got to prison for six years, all I thought, this is it. Mm. This is what we're going to do. Yeah. Then I, I had my little epiphany and I woke up and I realized I was a king of nowhere. Mm. That 
Cool, we ran contraband, cool, we had respect, cool, we had status, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. At the end of the day, I'm locking in the cell. Right. Right. At the end of the day, I can't see my mother. Right. At the end of the day, I can't go to my nieces and nephews' birthdays. At the end of the day, I got a bunch of dudes who really love me, but don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm the same way. I love you, but I don't care. Right. And we're locked in the cell. Right. Yeah. All day. Yeah. And it was like, what am I the king of? Mm. What the mean, what am I really the king of? Yeah. As I had to ask myself. And I said, do I want to die like this? Mm. So I said, okay, no. So I came up with this plan, okay, I want to get out of jail, I said I want to be free. Mm. Six years in, is the first time I ever said I want to be free. Wow. And I looked around, the whites, the blacks, the Spanish, the Asians, the dudes working the church, the ball players, the chess players, the five percent, and looked at every group. Mm. Everybody went home, everybody came back. Mm. Now one group got out and stayed out. Wow. I said free don't work. Wow. So if you're in the penitentiary talking about you want to be free, let me be the first to tell you, free don't work. Mm. Yeah. It don't. Yeah. Just mathematically, 75% of people come back. Wow. That means free don't work. Right, right, right. So what's the solution? <laughs> solution is change your goal. Oh. My goal wasn't free anymore. It was be successful. Mm. Successful people don't go to prison. <laughs> yo, that, yo, yo, if y'all didn't just catch that bar. So you say you, you, if you're in prison and your goal is to be free, once you get freedom, you're coming back. You're coming back. You were free before you got it, mm. but you weren't successful. Mm. Successful people don't come to jail. Successful wow. people hire lawyers. Wow. Successful people have connections. Successful people get alternative programs. Successful people don't commit crimes. Wow. Yeah. Free people do all the time. Wow. Wow. So these dudes call themselves free, mm. but they're in an environment that's not free. And the, the freedom is really just lack thinking because they feel confined, so they want the obvious thing, which is freedom. You think freedom, yeah. freedom is the parking lot. Mm. You walk into the parking lot, you're technically free. Right. So once you hit the parking lot, you've achieved your goal. So you're done. Yeah. Everything that you worked hard for, the push-ups, the sit-ups, the reading, yeah. once you hit the parking lot, your mind says, I've achieved my goal. Achieved your goal. Right. I'm done. Right. There's no next step to that. Right. But to be successful, this other thing, if you lock down right now and you got 10 years, you can go sit on your bunk for 10 years and do nothing yeah. and they'll kick you out. Mm. At the end of 10, they're going to knock on your door and say, yo, Ash, let's go. Yeah. So what did you have to do to get your freedom? Mm, nothing. nothing. So what is it worth? So when you get out, you did nothing to get it. It's worth nothing. You're going to treat it like nothing. Mm, yeah. I decided to be successful, which entitled, I didn't need to learn how to read. Mm. I had to get my GED. Yeah. I had to teach myself the law. I had to teach myself how to control myself. Mm. Anger management. I went to mental health therapy. Mm. Put it in the books. Yeah. Dre went to counseling. Mm. I sat on the couch and talked about what was bothering me. Yeah. Me and my dad's relationship, me and my mom's relationship, me and my sister's relationship. Yeah. I talked about what was bothering Andre yeah. and creating me to be this angry person yeah. that I couldn't control my outcomes. Yeah. So I got that under control. I got me under control, emotional wellness. Then I started striving for success. Now the education could take root. You can't put education on top of trauma. Right. It doesn't work. Right. So I got rid of the trauma. I started putting stuff into my soul, to my soul about bettering me. Yeah. And then took me eight years. Out people go, you got out of jail. No, no. Eight years in the library. Mm. Eight, and I ain't walk the track no more. Mm. I didn't play ball no more. Mm. I didn't hustle no more. Mm. Eight years in the library. I was one of them dudes. Mm. Morning, noon, night, I'm in the library. Yeah. Flip my case. My case is in the books. Commonwealth versus Norman. Mm. Look it up. Mm. Reverse my case on appeal. Mm. Gave back 10 years. Mm. Went to counseling. Went to therapy. Went to programs. I made parole. And when I walked out, I had a goal mm. to be successful. Yeah. And you have to have a goal. What did success look like, right? So you wanted to be successful, but like like in your mind, 
what does success look like to you? I had no clue. Yeah. I'm going to keep it 100. Yeah. I just knew, I know what freedom looked like mm. back on the block. Right. Back at my mom's house. Right. Back around the way. Right. I'm saying back with my old girl. That was freedom. Yeah. Success meant I had to work. Success looked like working hard. Yeah. Success looked like hours every day studying. Yeah. So when I came home, I kept success to me was working hard. Yeah, yeah. I got out because I was successful at my study. Mm. I was successful at law. I was successful at comporting myself, not being angry and upset no more. Yeah. Success is hard work. Yeah, yeah. It's not it's not a place. Mm. It's a way of living. Mm. Mm. So when I came home, I went from the prison to the parole office to a youth center. Mm. I started working with kids yeah. 90 minutes after I got out. Yeah. And I started teaching them success is, is internal. Mm -hmm. It's how you feel inside. Yeah. It's emotional wellness. Yeah. You're going to jail not because you're black. You're yeah. going to jail because somebody let you down and hurt your feelings. Mm -hmm. They didn't show you the right way. Yeah. Or the, so I started teaching emotional wellness yeah. day one, trauma-informed care. Yeah. And 90 minutes, and I just kept building. Yeah, yeah. And so from the hood to Harvard, how did you, like, like take us through that story, though? How does a... A person sentenced to 105 years, a person who caught eight cases while inside, a person who did two and a half years in the hole, say, you know what, I want to be successful and somehow end up going to Harvard University. It was done before me. Malcolm did it. Mm. Yeah. Malcolm did it before me. I wasn't the first to do it. Yeah. Malcolm X stood in the same prison I stood in, Norfolk State Prison, and said, the same thing. I want to be successful. And he started studying and resolving himself of his anger and his past history and his trauma. He turned his life around. He came home and he lectured at Harvard. I wasn't the first to do it. There's yeah. been t People say, Dre, you made it to Harvard. I'm not the first. Yeah. Yeah. It's been done. Yeah. That wasn't the hard part. Yeah. The hard part is being consistent. Uh -huh. And when I came home, I ended up working with an agency. And lo and behold, everybody at this agency attended Harvard University. Wow. The whole office, <laughs> it was like there was a black student group at Harvard, and they, when they graduated, they moved to the hood and opened up a nonprofit. I ended up working at that nonprofit. So my boss, all the people at the place were all Harvard graduates. Yeah. So they used to take me over to Harvard for different events. So I'm at the campus with these people because they're all alumni. Yeah. Then Henry Louis Gates, he runs the Black Afro-Wham. He had an after-school program he created because he did a black encyclopedia. And the best lesson I ever got. They had an after-school program. It went bad. They couldn't figure it out. So somehow, he called my boss, who called me, and took me to Harvard Square. Mm. We go to this big, giant house in Harvard Square on Brattle Street, and we knock on the door. We come in. There's all the people. And they're like, hey, Dre. And they sit me down, and they tell me their problem about the after-school program mm. and how it wasn't working and all the stuff that they did and all the experts they brought in. They can't figure out when that kid stopped coming. Mm. So I listen, listen, listen. I said, well, what did the kids say? No, 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 no. We brought the expert from Sweden. Blah, blah. No, what did the kids say? Right, right. I just kept, it was a simple common denominator. Yeah. What did the kids say? Yeah. And it, finally the light went off. We can talk to the kids. Right. They're not lab rats. Right, right. <laughs> and as soon as they figured it out, they're like, oh, this is a great, <laughs> thanks for coming. And they pushed us out the door. Yeah. Me and my boss only to the left. Right. Everybody else stayed because they're about to go to work now. Right, right, right. I get out, I'm, I'm nothing. We get outside. My boss turned to me and said, hey, give me 200,000. Yeah. He said, huh? I said, he said, give me 200000 I said, dude, you know, I've been out of jail six months. We're talking about $200,000. Yeah. He said, you just gave him $200,000 worth of information. Wow. Respect your knowledge. Mm. Yeah. He said, they've hired every expert on the planet yeah. and paid them. Right. And you just solved their problem in 10 minutes for food you don't even like. Mm. And had no clue you did it. Wow. Understand the value of your knowledge. Wow. See, there's two things. 
this helping people, then it's the business of helping people. Yeah, yeah. And I want to talk about that because, um, you know, one of the things that people believe, and I hear this all the time, that they want to be of service, right? But when they think about being of service, they have this mentality that they have to choose, right? Because even in the, in, in the term, you know, I want to be of service. I want to work for a nonprofit organization. They, they think that nonprofit means you don't get paid. So they got to choose between serving and making money when... Our nonprofit that I worked at yeah. did $25 million my first four years out. Mm, yeah. There's the business of. Yeah. Now, okay, churches are nonprofits. Yeah. Hospitals are nonprofits. Yeah. Colleges are nonprofits. Yeah. Red Cross is nonprofit. Yeah. UNICEF is nonprofit. All multi-billion dollar agencies. Right. Right. Nonprofit just means at the end of the year, you just can't take the profits and go buy a car. Right. You can pay the staff, you can rent buildings, you can get layered jets, yeah. all of that stuff. Yeah. At the end of the year, the thing is, the nonprofit technically owns it, not you, but right. you control the nonprofit. Yeah. So my boss control the nonprofit, so the 25 million, we can spend it all. Yeah. We just can, at the end of the year, just divvy up what's left over. Right. So right. there's the business of helping people. Yeah. Talk to us about that, right? Because you personally have been able to build nonprofit organizations multi-million dollar deals and like many times though, not just no, once, yeah. right? Many times. Once you learn the system, yeah. I tell people, I'm the architect. Yeah. And as the architect, I never be homeless. Mm. The electrician might need a place to stay. Yeah. The plumber might need a place to stay. The architect will never need a place to stay. Yeah. When I first got the first job at the nonprofit, I came in, I know how to do street outreach. I'm a street dude. Yeah. Really a prison dude. I'm not even a street dude. Let me yeah. cl clarify that. I'm not a street guy. Yeah. I'm a prison dude. Yeah. I learned all my stuff behind the wall. Yeah. I was just a regular dude in the street, nothing fancy, nothing fly, caught a case like the next dude. I blew up in jail as far as prison life. Yeah. Come home, I'm at the nonprofit. Me and three or four of the homies are working here with outreach workers because we can talk to gang members. Yeah. Break comes, what do you do? Smoke cigarettes, shoot to your girl's house, mm. go downtown. I went to the lady at the front desk and said, teach me how to answer the phones. Mm. Good afternoon, how may I help you? Who would you like to speak to? Yes, he's not available right now. I might take a message. Yeah. She taught me how to answer phones. Yeah. And I sat with another dude, the accountant, Tom. Mm -hmm. He taught me accounts payable, accounts receivable, QuickBooks. Mm -hmm. Then I sat with Ken Johnson, the manager, mm -hmm. the director. He said he taught me about hiring, firing, interviewing. Yeah. And I sat with the lady who actually wrote the grants. Mm -hmm. and that's where the 25 million came in. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? She became my wife. Yeah. Oh, dope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. me, and, me and the grant writer got married. <laughs> we did $25 million in grants. Wow, wow. All my breaks, the homies is shooting out. Yeah. I'm staying in the building. So at the end of like a calendar year, I had eight new skill sets. Wow. Wow. I can do books. Yeah. I can answer the phone. I can fill in for the director. Yeah. I can write grants. Yeah. I can do interviewing. And I can do my job. Yeah. I ain't do no talk. I just sat and I learned yeah. new skill sets. Yeah. And I take them skill sets with me. So when I finally did leave that place, ski mask way, ski mask way, ski mask way. Yeah, yeah. I left there yeah. and I started my own company. Yeah. I knew how to. I knew all the all the things from answering the phone to writing the grants to managing the hiring the interviewing, where the homies could only do the outreach. Mm, yeah. I could actually run the whole agency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went to other agencies and I know what they were lacking. Mm. I understood all components and I became a consultant mm. to nonprofits. Wow, wow, wow. And so if I if I hear you correctly, what you're saying is. Don't only work to earn, that most people work so they can make money, but you should work to learn because as you're working to learn, you could use that knowledge to now create your, your own thing. 
Come on, we got together this morning before he came in here. Yeah. I asked you 20 questions. Did I ask you what you drove? No. Ask you where you live? No. Ask you who you dating? No. Ask you all what? Business questions. All business questions. Like direct business direct. questions. The business of. The business yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. When I, so when I leave you, yeah. I have a new skill set. Mm. Yeah. So if I want to do a podcast, I want to do something in the space that you yeah. ask about your, your platforms, yeah. your higher ups, your yeah. connection, your pl- how does it all work? Yeah. How does it work? Yeah. I can sit in this chair. I can be entertaining. I can be funny. I can be intelligent. Right. I can be a lot of stuff. Yeah. But I needed to know how this business mm, works. Yeah. So I asked business questions. Yeah. And asked them about how should I sit? You like my shirt? Right. That don't mean nothing. Right, right, right. I can now, in theory, yeah. with a couple more interviews, perhaps replicate this platform. Right. And somebody says, yo, how do I do X? Yeah. I got your director's number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know his building's at. <laughs> Listen, I got the plus. Come on, man. Listen, I came. Thanks, though. I got I got the director's Quick, yo, number. In and out. Get in and, and out. out. Nobody even blink. Nobody even blink. But look, get, 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 get Got Joe's stuff. Yo. Got his stuff. Got <laughs> Dave's stuff. All the plugs on how do you actually... I might never run this business. <laughs> Nobody thought nothing about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Goes direct to the stores. To the stores. So, you know, I, and I, I love that because, to your point, that, you know, a lot of people spend so much time when they have access to people, they spend so much time... You know, you know, getting to know things that are not really going to help them in the long term, you know, the, the long term. Two things. Yeah. There's getting in the room, mm. then there's staying in the room. Mm. Yeah. It's two different ways. Yeah. Getting in the room, you need to prove yourself, show yourself, all the rest of that stuff. Yeah. Once you're in the room, that's out. But so many people get in the room and still keep trying to prove themselves, show themselves, look at this picture. Right. I know this part. You're in the room. What, right. are what are you doing? That's how you get kicked out the room. Yeah. Let him out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He <laughs> don't know. He don't, he don't, yeah, he don't, he don't belong. He don't belong. He don't know how to move. He don't want to move. Right? And so you got this shirt on, Genius Network. Genius Network. Yeah. Talk, talk to us about that because I think that uh, it's really intriguing. Again, from the prisons to millions. Like, I mean, we talked on the phone about a multi-million dollar deal, a double, right? Like, what's that? Let me figure. Sixty-four. This out. Uh, you, I, I didn't want to say, I was going to, I was going to, I was going to be I, incognito. I was going to be like, oh yeah, it was a, it was an eight figure deal, but a $64 million deal that you said no to. I said no. You said no. No. If you don't understand yourself, mm. then you won't understand where you should be. Mm. How many people do you know to have money that are miserable? Right. Money doesn't mean happiness. Right. I, re- I ended up taking the $8 million deal. Yeah. Over the 64. Yeah. Because I want my happiness. Mm. It's never how much you're going to pay me. It's how much time do you want? Mm. That $64 million deal would have been my life. Wow. Yeah, yeah. You're all in. Yeah. You're locked in. Yeah, yeah. You're going to be there. Right. They're calling you. Right. <laughs> You're the $64 million. They're calling right. you. Exactly. Ash, where you at? Yeah. They're not calling your admin. They're right. not calling yeah. chief of staff. They're calling Ash. Yeah. I'm, I just, I'm still in that same bucket, yeah. but I'm the little guy. Right. There's somebody else with $63 million on top of me. I'm the last one they're going to call. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I'm the last one to give up vacation time. Yeah, yeah. I'm the last one they're looking to come in the building early or leave yeah. late. He the $1 million out of 64, I don't even register. Yeah. And the truth is, though, when you get to a certain level, it's not you can't do with $8 million that you can't do with 64. The other truth is, yeah. I didn't make the same amount of money personally mm. at the one as I do at 64. Mm. Yeah. I would just control more money. I wouldn't make more money. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, make, I would literally make about the same amount of money. Wow. At one, I yeah. do at 64. The only difference is I can hire more people, right. which is more headaches. Absolutely. I can control more money, right. which is more headaches. Right. And I can be responsible for more stuff, which is more headaches. Right. So my thing is, 
with that deal, yeah. I know what I want out of life. Yeah. And it's a great opportunity. Do I want to spend the next eight years of my life yeah. locked in this city doing this thing? Mm. I'm 54. Mm. That makes me 62. Mm. And then it doubled up on another eight years. So right. now I'm 70. Do I want to do this till I'm 70? Right. Is this how I want to spend the last next 16 years of my life? Right, right. Forget the money. Do I want to do this for 16 years of my life? Yeah. Answer was no. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, one of the things that you've uh, mastered uh, is the 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 mastermind, right? Yeah. And so when you think about the Genius Network. Genius Network. Um, you know, you you have access before we even get to the deal that you actually took that controls twenty three trillion dollars. Twenty one. Twenty one, right? So twenty one trillion dollars. Uh, talk a little bit about the Genius Network. Genius Network. Everybody's doing masterminds. Yeah. Is everybody has a mastermind from Florida to Alaska and in between. Yeah. Genius Network, Joe Polish, was the first guy who came out with charging a high ticket price mm. for a mastermind. Yeah. $25,000 for his mastermind. He came out back in early 2000s, Genius Network, crushing it. Then yeah. he has a $25,000 group and he has a $100,000 group. Mm. And his group, the Genius Network, are the geniuses. Mm. So all the people who run all the top other groups, yeah. I'm saying, belong to that group. Mm. So all the mastermind leaders are members of, if you want to get away, you run a 10,000 person group, a 3,000 person group, you run this company with 4,000 people and you want to get away. Mm -hmm. That's what Genius Network is. Mm -hmm. the, mass, the, the leaders of everything else right. come here. It's all-star right. game. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah, it's all-star yeah, game. Yeah. You go there and it's all all-stars. Yeah, yeah. So they say you pay for not who's in the room, you pay for who's not in the room. Mm, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have yeah. to deal with people who are unsure. Right. Because somebody who's unsure and don't believe ain't going to write a check for 100 grand. Right, yeah, yeah. For education. Right. They're not going to write a check for 25 grand for education. Yeah. So if you're unsure and you're in the middle of yourself and you ain't got the confidence, yeah. you ain't going to write the check. So right. everybody in this room has been vetted. Yes. They're sincere, they're serious, and they're accomplished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all your top authors, yeah. who not how, never split the difference, dance, all in the room. Wow, wow. How do you how do you manage to get in the room? Because I'm pretty sure there's a thousand black people in there. No, no, it's not it's, it's not a heavenly That whole space. Yeah, yeah. Once you go a certain above a certain dollar figure, yeah. is is black people just disappear. Wow. Yeah. Black people generally disappear when you get over like say $10 to $15 million annually. Yeah, yeah. They just, poof, they wow. don't exist. Wow. You know wow. what I'm saying? Yeah. The energy it takes to make $2 million mm. is the same energy it takes to make $20 million. Mm. But black folks ain't figured that out yet. Mm. The, yeah. the, the way you collaborate and share to make two yeah. is not the same way you collaborate and share to make 200 mm. You know what I'm saying? Dan Sullivan and Ben Hardy. Dan, genius, strategic yeah. coach. He does his thing. Yeah. He has the, he has a, the book rights to this thing called Who Not How. Mm -hmm. It's his teaching methodology. Yeah. He gives Ben Hardy, one of the top writers on the planet, to write Who Not How. Yeah. They collaborate. Ben says, I write the book. Yeah. They sell 100,000 copies, boom, about the gate. Yeah. $2 million in book sales. Yeah. Now, you're Ben, you own the rights. Mm -hmm. No, excuse me, you're Dan, you own the rights. How much do you give Ben on the book sales? Mm -hmm. What percentage? I mean... If I have the rights, I mean, it depends, right? You own the book rights. Yeah, yeah. Ben wrote the book for you. How much percentage do you give Ben? Yeah. I'm an author, so I'm I'm, I'm going 50%. He gave him 100. Word. Word. He gave him 100%. Yeah. See, that's next level thinking. Word. Dan says, I don't want to be an author. Mm. I don't want book money. Mm. I'm a coach. Mm. I want coach money. Yeah. I have a system to coach people. Yeah. I'm not 
tripping on book money. Two million dollars don't mean nothing to that man. He said, you keep all of the book rights, all the book profits. Yeah. So the book is designed to push people to the coaching program. Oh, so yeah. the 100,000 people yeah. that bought the books, yeah. let's just say 10% sign up, yeah. that's 10,000 coaching clients he got. Yeah. Now guess how much of the coaching money he's giving Ben? Yeah, no, no coaching No coaching money, yeah. which far exceeds the book money. Mm. But people could say, I want 30%. I yeah. want, and you wouldn't blink. Right. But guess what effort you get from Ben at 100%? Mm, you get, he go hard. We can't get people to understand. Sheesh. You Yo, have to listen. let go to get. Wow. And you know, it, it's crazy because I literally ran this play with something else. Yeah. And literally, I, my, my guy Neo, I was talking to Neo, and Neo gave me the same play. But now, and, and, and we ran it with something else where you're 100% correct. Was like, listen, the, the thing that you're doing just gets the people in the door. You give the affiliate 100%. You give the person who's going to promote it 100%. Yeah. Because at the end of the day... That's not what you want. It's not what you want. So why are you being greedy? Right. Right. I got a lesson from my dad one time. When I was a kid, I went to the mall. Yeah. Now, new girl that worked in the super, I mean, department store came through. She gave me a bunch of stuff. Discounted every 10 bucks. Yeah. I came out with 20 bags. Yeah. Went around the corner. I'm doing it. Yeah. Ran in one of the homies. He said, oh, I see. I just got a lick at the store. He said, yo, yo, take me in there. So I take my bags put him in a store, another store, get a little claim check. Me and the homie go back. Mm -hmm. We come back to the counter. He got his stuff. I got more stuff. The girl told me I can't do it. Mm -hmm. They watching me. Mm -hmm. Me being stupid, I smack the sticker on a little radio. I walk out. Yeah. I get arrested. Yeah. And the lady down the, down the hall saw me get arrested. So he got these bags. Yeah. Turned all my stuff over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad came to get me from the police station because I'm a juvenile. They told him this story. He says, I'm not going to beat you this time. Mm -hmm. so this is going to be a lesson. He said, you got arrested for being greedy. Mm. You were in the store and gone. Right. You went back yeah. being greedy. Right. That's going to be your lesson. Right. You lost all your stuff. Right. And for all the times I got beaten from my dad, which was many, yeah. I don't remember why. Yeah. I don't remember what I did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I still remember the lesson about being greedy. Yeah. Don't be greedy. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can charge 10, 20, 30, 40, 50% right. doesn't mean you have to. You have to. Right, right, right. Where, wh who are you? What are you? Yeah. I don't want to be a book author. Mm. I give my books away. Yeah. I, I want, when my book was written, Scribe Media did my book for me. Yeah. They charged like 40 racks to do the book. Yeah. They're like, pay 40,000 to a book? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. He says, what do you want from your book? Yeah. I want speeches. Right. I want people to read my book and hire me for a speech. Right. He says, who hires you for speeches? I said, corporations. Yeah. Who runs corporations? This guy. Yeah. So that guy who runs a corporation is my avatar. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I gave away five, 600 books. Yeah. I get about 20, 30 speeches. Right. At 10 G's a pop. Right. I'm good. Right. I'm on my second book. Right, 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 right. 40, 40 racks, describe me, I'm on my second book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yep. not worried about selling books. Right, right. I'm trying to get speeches. Right. So my book pushes you to hire me for a speech. Yeah. So I was doing the Dan method before I met Dan, mm -hmm. but Genius Network is a room full of real live geniuses. Yeah. So a lot of people on their mother then came out of this group mm -hmm. and they doing hundreds of millions of dollars. I'm sitting in the room. Just listening to how they move, yeah. listening to how they think, yeah. listening to how they collaborate. Yeah. And it's like, okay, we doing it wrong. Yeah. So we doing it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. As far as elementary, like growth collectively, right. we got one dude who might blow, this guy who might blow, yeah. they're blowing collectively. Right. You got 50 people in the room, smartest people at what they do, yeah. sharing knowledge, yeah. giving it away. Yeah. I watched a dude, Dean, Dean Jackson, mm -hmm. 
He came in. He did this thing called a nine-word email. Mm -hmm. He did it before lunch. He taught it before lunch. He just stood up, taught the thing. Yeah. Came back from after lunch. There was like $40 million made off what he taught before lunch wow. in real time. Wow. They came back was like, yo, I made $3 million. Yo, I made... Like, wow. Gave it away. Yeah. Nobody's in there being greedy. Yeah. Life gives to the giver. We come from scarcity. Absolutely. We come from less than. Yeah. We come from extreme poverty. Yeah. We ain't into giving. Right. Right. Not really giving. Not really we giving. fake giving. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. they come from wealth. Yeah. They come from abundance. Yeah. They come from this mindset. Yeah. Not where you come from physically, because mm -hmm. some of these people grew up poor. Yeah. They've adopted the mindset of abundance, right. the mindset of giving, the right. mindset of collaboration, the mindset of growth, right. the mindset of wealth. Right. That's why we have thousands of black folks who get rich and go broke. Because right. they've never they adopted, they got the money, but not the mindset. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what your show's about, the mindset. No, absolutely, absolutely. So genius, yeah. Joe Polish, long story, I go to Phoenix, yeah. and a friend of mine called some people, said, you and Phoenix won't plug you in. Mm -hmm. So one dude he introduced me to, he called me. He said, Dre, your man called me, wanted me to meet with you. I can't meet with you. I'm busy. No problem. Maybe the next time. Mm -hmm. I said, no problem, Mike. Not, I, I understand completely. Mm -hmm. I said, is there anybody I can help? Mm -hmm. He says, what do you mean? I said, I do interventions. Mm -hmm. He said, what kind? I said, I help kids and adults who are struggling with crisis. He said, know something? My wife's best friend, son is about to commit suicide. Wow. Can you help a little 15-year-old white kid? Mm -hmm. Get in the car, drive to Scottsdale. I talk to the kid, talk him off the ledge. He goes to treatment same night. Mm -hmm. Helps, and he says, well, can you help this? I did two interventions with this man yeah. over two days. Yeah. Know what he said to me? Mm -hmm. You have to meet Joe Polish. Mm -hmm. Who's Joe Polish? Mm -hmm. Genius Network. Right. So I go meet Joe. And now, because then me and Joe connected, me and we've been together four years now. Yeah. I'm in it. <laughs> That's my dude. I go to the house. Right. But right. the baseline is the way I got in is by being me. Right. When the man called and said, I can't meet with you, mm. I didn't, I said, well, is there anybody I can help? Mm. That one question Absolutely. was a gateway to me being into the number one mastermind group in the world. Right. Not because I was the smartest dude in the room, right. I had the most money, I was willing to give. Yeah. I tried to give, yeah. and I received a blessing. Wow, wow, wow. Not, oh, I got the right shoes, or I got the right bag, yeah. I got the most followers, right. I, I got the hottest, I went viral. I didn't do nothing. I said, right. dude, can I help somebody? Right, right. You got somebody I can help. Yeah. Turned into a whole nother door opening at a whole nother level. Wow, wow, wow. And then besides that mastermind, uh, you are also part of other masterminds as well. Genius Network, yeah. War Room. Yeah. YPO, yeah. EO, London Business School, Harvard Law School. Yeah. I'm saying there's tons of individual COO Alliance. Yeah. I'm saying I can go down the list. Yeah. There's it's a small number when you get to the top. Right. It's a real small number. Trafficking, right. conversion, those are all my people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I pull my phone out, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I know the owner of Genius. I know the owner of Warham. I know the owner of Trafficking Conversion. I know the owner of Strategic Coach. Mm -hmm. I know the down the list. Yeah. And I go to dinner at their house. Yeah. I sit with them, I build with them. Yeah. Because when I show up, it's not transactional. Right. I'm not in a rush. This is the other thing. Long game. Mm. Everything's long game. Everything with them being the wealthy is long game. Mm. Yeah. Everything with the poor is short That's game. Right so when I come in, yeah. I got to play long game. Mm. I'm not thinking, what can I get right now? Yeah. I got some relationships I've been in for two, three years. Ain't yeah. got no money out of them. Right. But I got a great friendship. Right. My favorite saying, they're like, yo, what can I do for you? We'll be sitting down talking, you're worth 100 million, you run a big company. Mm -hmm. At some point in this conversation, you're going to turn me into your Drake. Mm -hmm. 
What can we do together? Yeah. What can I do for you? I like you. I like the work that you do. Right, right. I like the people that you help. Right. I like what you stand yeah, for. Yeah, yeah. Ash Cash, you inspire the minds. To, what can I do for right. you? That's you know what right, I tell yeah. them? Let's go to lunch. Mm. You can't do nothing for me if you don't know me. Mm. If you don't know me, you can't do nothing for me. It's yeah. all just like, um, yeah. let's sit down and go heart to heart. Yeah. Yeah. So I go to lunch with people. Mm. Then I get to know them. Then my first thing is, what can I do for you? Ooh. Not your company, Ooh. for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I help them. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Because it's always gimme, gimme, gimme. What are you giving? What are you giving? Whatever trick you do, whatever service you offer, yeah. there's 20,000 other people offer the same Absolutely. service. Yeah. But if I help you as an individual, yeah. if I care about you and your family, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And that's going, it's going, it's going to come back. Yeah, yeah. I love that on so many different levels. So I hope y'all are taking notes uh, because this man just gave you $100 million worth of game. I promise you, even just talking to you just now, like, like even just talking to you just now, I'm running through my head in situations where I fumbled the bag. Right, listen. I'm running through it. Like I'm running through it where people are, I had access to people who wanted to help. And I, I told them what I you, wanted. You gave me Christmas and you I got did, it. Right. And you got it. And that was it though. And you got it. Hmm. You got it. And so now I'm thinking, I'm like, yo, you know how many, how many, I'm talking about high level relationships where if I wasn't being greedy, and this is full transparency. Right. I was being greedy. I'm like, yo, that's the plug. And that person know everybody and got, could get me into this, da, da, da. And so when they're like, Ash, I love what you're doing. What can I do for you? You gave him a Christmas list. I gave him a Christmas list. And I fumbled the bag because- You might even got what you asked for. Exactly. But that was it. So you, they gave you what you asked for and walked away. And walked away. Walked away. They're like, you don't know. Right. Huh. Brooks Brothers. Huh. When I came home, they're like, yo, Dre, you need to wear Brooks Brothers clothes. It's what you're in the business space. Yeah. And polo is what I used to wear. Yeah. And Brooks Brothers is like a $40 difference between the shirts. Yeah. So I'm in a Brooks Brothers store one day. After I got a whole closet full. And I asked the dude, because it was a shirt. I'm like, I just got a problem paying $90 for a shirt that costs $30 or $40 at polo. And polo's recognizable with us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I asked the dude at the tape measure on his neck, why is this shirt? Worth ninety dollars. There's no logo on it. How's anybody gonna know I spent ninety dollars for this shirt? Right, right. <laughs> I, I wanted I wanted to be known. Right. I spent ninety dollars for this shirt, and not right. forty. He says I don't know. I said how can they tell us a Brooks Brothers shirt? He says I don't know. Yeah. Long story short, I'm like this dude's full of it. He knows, yeah, yeah, yeah. but he won't tell me. Right. And I'm standing there like, do I spend ninety dollars on this shirt that nobody's gonna know it's a Brooks Brothers yeah, shirt? Yeah. Then the dude walked in, and I saw him. I said that's a Brooks Brothers shirt. Mm. You know how I knew? Mm. Because I had it in my closet. Mm. Yeah, yeah, 
Then I was watching the news that night, yeah. and the newscaster had on a Brooks Brothers tie. Yeah, 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 you know how yeah, I knew? Because yeah, yeah. I shop in that store. Right. And I started seeing Brooks Brothers apparel. Right. I said, you know because you know. And if you don't know, you're left out. You know because you know. And so, and it's funny because uh, I've battled to 100% honest, and I want to get your take on this. Like you look, we you you the host now. Uh, I want to get your take on it. In the vault. In the vault. With Boston. That's what I say. I said Boston dudes take over. Listen. Hey, yo, it's not the fault with Andre Norman. But I want to get your take on this because I battle with this a lot, right? Because, you know, I'm from the hood. And, you know, I've done well for myself, you know? And I've always thought, I'm like, man, do I go luxury car, right? Or do I go regular car? I've done... Mercedes Benz and and then and then I was like uh you know what let me go back and do like the Fords and stuff like that like I never went luxury but a lot of my friends that have gone luxury it's similar to what you just said right is that the conversations are different when you pull up in the ghosts when you pull up in right. these you but who know, are you talking to yeah no no and, if you talking in the I didn't never did a deal in the parking lot mm, yeah yeah I've never done a deal in the parking lot yeah I walk into a building yeah. We're in the building, yeah. and we, we sit down and we do a deal. Yeah. When we go outside, I've seen people getting Priuses. Mm. I didn't been in houses where people were worth. I went to a house last last week, we out in jeans. My man's $3 billion. Mm. House is phenomenal. Yeah. Got a Prius in his yard. Mm. So that's, that fixed that. So it's, caught, so it's, caught it's like there. there's nothing wrong with luxury. Right, for sure, for sure. For nothing sure. wrong with luxury. Yeah. If you want luxury, get luxury. Yeah. And the people who are impressed by luxury aren't the people I want to do business oh. with. If if my car matters to you, yeah. then you broke. Mm. Mm. Now, if you like to just compare nice car, hey, I, I had that car, I like this feature, that yeah, that's cool. Yeah. But if my car is gonna entice you to do a deal with me, then you ain't got money. Mm. You just like a chick in a club. Right, 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 right. I'm flashing my watch. Yeah. I'm jingling my keys, yeah. and oh, okay, he got a he got a, he got a range. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah. going with him. Yeah. It's rental. Mm. Right. <laughs> it's a rental. Right. Come on, it's a rental. Right, right. So. If you're going for the flash, and yeah. then you don't, you're not wealthy. Mm. Yeah. Wealthy people don't go for flash. Right. Yeah. I'm not trying to do business with unwealthy people, mm. so I drive a Porsche. Yeah. I've driven Oldsmobiles. Yeah. I've driven everything known to man. Yeah, yeah. I've flown private. I've flown coach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I even flew on Spirit once, <laughs> just once, <laughs> just once. Yeah. It yeah. was the last flight out. I got on Spirit and I said never again. Yeah. I walk first. <laughs> but. Real talk. That stuff don't matter. Yeah. People pay for knowledge. Yeah. Not the rapping. Mm. Mm. Not the rapping. My old boss, again, dude taught me so much. Yeah. We were doing $25 million. Yeah. And in the process, I'm like, dude, why ain't we downtown in the business district in a big office and chilling out? He said, Dre, why give these people $30,000 a month yeah. for an office space when they come here for the knowledge? Right. They come here for the knowledge. Yeah. If you have the knowledge, they'll come get you. Mm. They went to Akron to find, a, to find LeBron. Right. They went to Newport News to find Allen Iverson and, and Michael Vick. Yeah. They go to the hood to find the talent. Yeah, yeah. They ain't run up in Beverly Hills looking for no football right. talent. Yeah, if you are talented, they will come find you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you have the knowledge, they will come find you. And they will do business with you anyway. Yeah. And it's funny, it's funny you say that because, and look, I'm about to reach out, because I literally had a conversation with a billionaire. We never, like... And he literally was like, yo, I'll come to where you at because yeah. there was knowledge that I had that he wanted. That he wanted. 
And it didn't matter what I drove. It didn't matter. None of that. He wants the knowledge. He wants the knowledge. Yeah. 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 Now, I mean, marketing matters. Right. So I got a company out of Virginia. Uh You know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, my dude in Virginia used to do Wall Street stuff. Okay, dope. So Wall Street, that's how me and Wall Street connected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gerard Gerard Marketing, shout out in VA. Yeah, yeah. He's doing marketing, ads, spending. and he was doing it for Wall Street. He said, yo, you got to meet this dude Wall Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was like Dave Shands, yeah. Wall Street, um, Gerard Marketing. There was like three or four people kept telling me to meet, you got to meet Wall Street. Right, 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 right. And we finally connected. Yeah, 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 <laughs> but it was yeah. like, when we finally connected, he's like, yo, five people yeah. have tried to connect us. And wow. we just ended up at dinner together one night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, wow, wow. wow he was like, wow. you're that guy? I'm like, yeah. you're that guy? Yeah, yeah. And uh, he the yeah. truth. He yeah. the truth. Yeah. But um, yeah. yeah, salute, salute, salute to the Aki. Salute to Travis. Oh, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. but the baseline is, if you are good at what you do, yeah, they'll find you. And they'll respect it. I show up. People tell you. I go to meetings yeah. with hoodies on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I go to meetings with... No, I'm going to be 100% honest with you. Hey, yo, it, it, I, I saw you a bunch of functions. And I'm like, yo, something about this dude. Like I, like, like, I was like, yo, who is this guy? Every time I saw you, you had like the same way you dressed. I remember when you was on the all white with a white t-shirt on and with a cap. And I'm just like, and you just moving. And I'm like... Yo, who is this dude? It was just something about you that I was like, I will, and 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 what you didn't have a watch, like you you was so regular that I was like, nah, there's something about this dude that I wanna, I need to connect. And then as I started to like, when I, when I, when I when I realized who you were, and I started, I'm like, yes, like this dude is like you're a genius though. You know what I'm saying? Like you're really a brilliant dude because when I hear you talk and I hear your business mind and what you learned from other people, it's like refreshing to know that it doesn't matter what your background is. It doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter what you've done, right? Like a certified stick-up kid. Still a stick-up kid, though. Extortionist. Extortionist, you know what I'm saying? Still, but now um, you're, you're, you know, almost like Robin Hood. No, you know what I'm no, 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 no. Yeah. No, no, I ain't giving away nothing. Not right. I help people. Yeah. I travel the world and I make money. Mm. I want to apologize for any of the three. Yeah, yeah. I dress the way I dress. Yeah. I moved the way I moved yeah. because I don't want a thousand people chasing after me. Mm. I'm saying I'm actually advisor to this company out of Texas, two billion dollars. Yeah. I meet with these people weekly. Yeah. I have they people pay me real money yeah. to give counsel and, and instruction yeah. around business. Yeah. And that's what I do. Yeah. I'm saying come, I'm I'm moving. Mm. And I don't want to be cluttered with a lot of people who are trying to ask a thousand dumb questions for shit they ain't gonna do. <laughs> right. So when you go out, your ass catch. Right. I go out, I'm the dude in the t-shirt. Yeah, that dude, yeah. nobody. Facts. I'm cool. Yeah. I'm cool being nobody. Yeah. I don't have an ego. Yeah, and, it, and it's funny you say that because like even, even for me, sometimes I go out and I just, I don't like to wear the mask. But since I wear the mask, just so I'm not recognizing me because people don't have discretion. You know what I'm saying? So I'll be walking with my daughter. Run up on you. Run up on I'm like, yo, fam. Like, I'm with my daughter. Like, But you, you, gave, up, you gave up that freedom. Yeah, 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 yeah. What happens is... I want to live. Yeah. I want to live my life. I don't want to be Michael Jackson. Yeah. There's remember no... this face, y'all. Can... <laughs> He's giving it up. Look, remember this face. Okay, no. Listen, I've tried to, I've had people ask me to do coaching groups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not just because of what I know, but who I'm around. Yeah. If you want to go into any of these spaces and places, Dre the plug. Yeah, yeah. I'm from the White House down. Right. I worked at the White House. Yeah, yeah. White House down. This administration, last three administrations. Yeah. I do. I've been to 30 countries, mm-hmm. Saudi Arabia, London. I go around the planet. I yeah. really do this in real time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if you want to get into a room, I can get you in that room. Yeah. 
Hands, you want to talk to somebody, I guarantee you they're in my phone. Yeah. If they're not, somebody can get me to them, is in my phone. Yeah. I'm regular as you can be. Right. I just want to go do business. Yeah. I want to be famous. I can hire a marketing team. Right. Shout out to Dave Shans. Yeah, he yeah. got me in the trues. He got me out of Levi's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. came in my house. He's like, Dre, you got to switch your gear up, man. You looking crazy. I yeah, said, yeah. who cares? <laughs> who cares? Right, right, who cares? Right. Remember we used to laugh at the white kids wearing the chains right. and the... Yeah. That's how I move. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I go to these places. Yeah. I go to their houses yeah. and I'm seeing how they dress. Yeah. My son went to one of the best schools ever. Yeah. The dude owns Panera. Mm-hmm. Ron Shucks, my man. Mm-hmm. Billion dollars. Mm-hmm. His kid and my kid go to the same school. Wow. We yeah. pull up in the same circle every day. Yeah. I'm seeing what they're wearing and what I'm wearing. Yeah. I'm seeing what they Ain't no different. Right. But when we come in the hood, you got to be glad. You got to be glorious. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got to be fabulous. Yeah. I want to be fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. I, I see what wealth looks like. Mm. In real time. Yeah. So I don't feel compelled to go buy a $50,000 chain. Right. I don't feel compelled to go buy a ghost. Or I don't feel compelled to go buy some red bottoms. Yeah. I don't feel compelled to do none of that. Yeah. Go get a Rolex or yeah. whatever the watch is. Yeah, yeah. I see what they put their money in. Yeah. My son, I, t- I tell you what, my son has at least $250,000 in his education. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's going to the best schools mm-hmm. since preschool. Wow. Right preschool to the right pre to the right daycare yeah. to the right first. To, my son's on track to go to Columbia University. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Seventy thousand a year in Harlem. It is in Harlem. No, no, I'm just like behind <laughs> the scenes we talking about. No, but I'm saying yeah. I, my son's been in private school since day one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we we're already over two hundred fifty thousand dollars mm. in his education. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. He's been to thirty countries. Wow. He speaks three languages. Wow. Ask me where my money's at. Mm. It ain't on my wrist. Right, right. It's in my legacy. Mm. You talking heavy. Montessori ain't a private school. Yeah, yeah, Montessori's yeah. not a private school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. Mm. Montessori is, is a nice school. Right. My son goes to private, private schools. Mm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I said, billionaires' kids are there. Yeah. My kids in there, my son goes to places he's supposed He goes skiing in Switzerland. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He does trips to Rome and Spain. Mm. He hit me last summer. He said, yo, dad, I want to go to Ibiza. Yeah. Know what I said? <laughs> Where the fuck is a visa? Right, right. Oh, it's a little place off the coast of Spain. So I put him on a plane. He flies to a visa wow. with his friends. That's what his friends do. Wow. My fr- my son ain't trying to go to no no stupid stuff or no. I want to go. Nah, dad don't want to go to a visa. Yeah. Dad don't want to go to Switzerland. Yeah. Dad don't want to go. He goes skiing in Switzerland every every Christmas. Yeah. That's his thing. Yeah, yeah. So Man. I'm investing my money. Yeah. Where it counts. Yeah. It ain't in my driveway. Yeah. It ain't on my wrist. Yeah. It's in my child. Yeah. I'm saying so when 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 she called, oh, X, Y, Z, it's another tutor. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting called for baby Jordans. Yeah. I'm not getting called for earrings. I right. get called for tutors. Right. I get called for, for field trips to museums in different countries. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. My son's lived in Africa. Yeah. My son's lived in Europe. My son has traveled the world. I spend my money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not trying to take it to the grave with me. Right. I spend my money. Right, right. But I spend it on stuff that matters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I'm not knocking anybody who wants to be flamboyant yeah, yeah, or be love. Sure, sure. I've been to some of these houses. They got they got nice stuff too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But insurance insurance policies, mm. yeah. Wills, mm. <laughs> hundred year plan. Yeah. What does your family look like in a hundred years when you're not here? Mm. Yeah, yeah. The Rockefellers took care of that. Mm. The Kennedys took care of that. Yeah. The Rothschilds took care of that. They said a well, hundred years from now, when I'm not here, my family's gonna be set. So I'm setting up a hundred year plan. Mm. Not a hundred day plan. Yeah, no, I love that. I love that. So, so take me to you know somebody just comes home, um, and they looking at to, to you know to get on the right track. What's 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 their first step? How do they get to that next level? When you're coming home out the penitentiary, the first thing you have to understand is there's nothing wrong with you. Yeah. Whatever you've done, you've done. Yeah. Now, all that not being forgiven, you black, so they weren't gonna forgive you know how. 
Yeah. There's people who have never been in jail ain't been forgiven. Yeah. So you just have to make up your mind as what you want. If you want to be free, you just got free. Yeah. You can just go sit on a park bench someplace and chill. Yeah. If you surround yourself with people who are going in the direction that you're going. Yeah. I went to community college as soon as I got out. Mm -hmm. A month and a half, I was in community college. Mm -hmm. And I'm around people who are learning. Mm -hmm. And I used that and I moved to another college. I moved to another college. I, I never got a degree, but I'm in college with people who are trying to build a life, yeah. who are trying to add knowledge to themselves. Yeah. I surround myself in situations that advance me. I volunteered at the boys club. Mm -hmm at my old high school, my mother's church. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And six months out, you know what I had? Mm -hmm. A letter of recommendation yeah. from the boys club, yeah. a pastor, yeah. and a high school principal. Yeah. Yeah. And I started leveraging that. Yeah. Nobody's gonna pay me a million dollars. This is new thing, or they're gonna give me millions of dollars because I'm, I'm a G. Yeah. No, you're not. Right. I started mm -hmm. the Violence Interrupted Movement back in 2000. Mm -hmm. I helped create the Office of Faith-Based Community Initiative that signed in the law under George Bush mm -hmm. and made a White House office. Mm -hmm. I've helped create Reentry programs from inception yeah. back in 99 before the term was even created. Yeah. So I was at the table when they were building these programs. Right. Yeah. And I watched how they built them. Mm -hmm. I watched how they monetized them. And I watched how they helped people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I got in on all three ends. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. all that understand. Oh, I, want, I always say to people, yo, I want to run a nonprofit. I want to run a nonprofit. I want to run something. I say, if I gave you a million dollars for your nonprofit right now, yeah. what do I get in return? What's the ROI? Yeah. We're going to make better streets, safer communities. I'm going to show you garbage. Right. You have to say to me, something is tangible. Right. If I go to Chick-fil-A and say, I'm going to give you a million dollars, they tell me how many buns they're buying, right. how many chicken patties, yeah. how much this sauce, how many Chick-fil-A sauces they're getting, yeah. and how long before they turn their money around. Yeah. You have to talk spreadsheet. Yeah. Once you get to the place of talking business, mm -hmm. it's no longer emotional. I'm going to make the hood better, people safer. Mm -hmm. People want to know spreadsheet. Right. When I walk into these rooms, I'm not, yo, you should feel bad for me because I went to jail. Mm -hmm. I start talking business. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Tangible, return, outcomes, measurables, yeah. real time. Yeah. And if you're in prison, you can study this now. Right. They have tablets now. Yeah, yeah. They really, I work with a company, they put out 400,000 tablets in prisons mm -hmm. that give education. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Wall Street, Matty J, Jeremy, a bunch of brothers from right here mm -hmm. I did interviews with. Mm -hmm. And we put them on the tablets and yeah. teach people in real time. They have tablets in prison. Yeah. You can sit down and click and watch Matty J yeah. in prison. You right. can click and watch Wall Street while you're in prison. Right. And we can do educational stuff on tablets now, yeah. which didn't exist when I was in jail. Yeah. So you can study yeah. while you're there. Yeah. You can be in your cell in real, real life technology. Yeah. So I'm an advisor to the tech company. Mm. You're saying mm. I'm advisor to all, the tech company yeah. knows nothing about prisoners. Right. The, there's a company called CGL. They mm. build the prisons. Mm. It's the number one prison building company in the world. Yeah. They know nothing about being in a cell. Mm. They hired me as a consultant to help them build them safer. Mm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So all the different mechanisms that feed into the $50 billion system yeah. need advice. Mm. And people coming out of prison are the advisors. Right, 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 right. Wow. And so, and so like that, that's so powerful because I think one of the biggest things, you know, like you said, is that you know, when, when prisoners come home, they feel like there's something wrong with them, right? It's something that they got to do, something they have to re rehabilitate themselves. Um, and so you're, you, you, you already, you're, you're perfect. You know the stuff and, and you just got to do your work. You're expert. Yeah. You're experts at dysfunction, yeah. expert at chaos, yeah. expert at incarceration, yeah. the food service. Yeah. The food service company yeah. needs to know how to make better food for mm -hmm. prison. Yeah. The tech company wants to know how to do better for tech. Yeah. Everybody wants to know better. Yeah. But nobody wants to come in the room and be a consultant. Right. 
You know what I'm saying? So I come in and I'm I'm never gonna build handcuffs, I'm not right. gonna build lockdown beds, right. but how do you make it better for people in jail? Right. Right. So I designed a program for or I designed a consultancy. I they wanna drink, how does this work? Yeah. I mean, what why would they tap on this or not on that? How come they use this and not that? Yeah. How do we get them to go to school? How do we get them to do X or Y? Yeah. And this is a fifty billion dollar industry. Yeah. So when you walk in, I'm going to make it better for my brothers and sisters, right. but these people are making real checks. Right. You need to write some checks. Right. It's not a bad thing. They will yeah. write you a check for your service. Yeah. You are providing a real consulting service. Yeah. You coming out of the penitentiary are experts at prison life. Yeah. Why people, You need a suicide prevention program? Why go get a doctor? Get a dude that did 10 years in a hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Why are we getting the wrong people right. to give us advice? Yeah. Police are raised by police. Mm. Lawyers are raised by lawyers. Mm. Doctors by doctors, you know what I'm saying? But when it comes to prisoners, right. they go get experts, right. not us. And right, yeah. They go get anybody but a prisoner to yeah. tell us about us. Yeah. yeah. Well, I know about us. Yep. And I'm going to help make this system better. Yeah. So I created a program called Academy of Hope. Mm-hmm. We're in three states now. Yeah. That's the $64 million program I turned down. Mm-hmm. They're like, Dre, we see you. You're great. And this is the other thing. Mm-hmm. There are very few black vendors mm-hmm. dealing with corrections. Mm-hmm. So just being a black vendor yeah. gives you, like it used to be, you'd be a woman-owned business, right. it was a leg up. Yeah, yeah. Being a black vendor yeah. in corrections is huge because mm. there is old boy network, right. it was all white folks yeah. who ran the businesses yeah. in the 60s and 70s and 80s. Yeah. So being a black vendor that provides a service mm. gives you a huge advantage because now this pro-social world mm. is how do we get black people involved, right. but there are no black vendor businesses, yeah. a lot of them, for this space. Yeah. So I'm a black vendor business. Yeah. And I do cognitive skills. Mm. So I'm in high demand. Yeah. I got states calling me all crazy. Wow. My phone stay ringing. Wow. But it's like, is this what I want to do? Mm. So I'm, I got some people that I'm training up yeah. to pass the business off to yeah. so I can do what I want to do. Yeah. I'm great at corporate spaces. And, and then how, how, do you, how do you become a, a vendor in, in, in corrections? Like what's you that create problem? a company. Yeah. <laughs> you create a service. Yeah. Then you go to the same um, conferences. We can, if, if I want to do podcasts, and I go to Dave Shan's Social Proof. Right. And he's going to teach me how to do podcasting. Yeah, yeah. If I want to do um, Toro, I go to Maddie's conference. Right, right, right. If I want to be a speaker, I go to Jeremy's conference. Yeah. There are corrections conferences mm. you can go to, and you can actually meet the people yeah. who buy for the prisons. Wow. It's wow. state money. Right, right. It's state money. Right. The state buys the services. Yeah. So you can apply. Every state has a vendors list. Yeah. Sign up is free. Mm. You sign up on a vendors list, and then they can buy from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But your service has to be... Good. Right. Yeah, and right. all. And don't think I got a criminal record. Yeah, eighty percent of my staff got criminal records. Right. They will hire you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't Man. have open cases. Yeah, 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 for, for sure, for sure, for sure. Yo, I'm telling y'all, like a hundred million, even, even probably more than that, a hundred million dollars worth of game from Andre Norman. Um, so let's let, let, let's let's talk about your business a little bit, right? And so you've been able to, you know, become successful. You talked you talked about, uh, you know, some of the things you've done with your money. Uh, but when you think about um, money right now, or, or what you've done with money, what would you say is the most extravagant thing you've done with money so far? Most extravagant thing I've done with money. I sent my son to Ibiza. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so I, I would have never done that for myself. Yeah, yeah. So I sent my son to Ibiza. Yeah. Um, he's going skiing in Switzerland for nice. Christmas. Nice. You know what I'm saying? Nice. Um, my my extravagant stuff goes to my kid. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? My, me, I mean, I, I'm whatever. I'm a t-shirt guy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I switched from Levi t-shirts to true religion t-shirts. Right, right, right. I'm still a t-shirt guy. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? I don't 
Don't have any jewelry. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Biggest piece of jewelry I got is my phone. Yeah. And that's yeah. and I don't know how to use that. Yeah. And, and what's, what's the most impactful thing you've done with money? The most impactful thing I've done with money was finance suicide prevention programs. Mm, I yeah. finance prison programs. Yeah. I finance people transitioning. There's a, there's a guy right now, I met him. I came to meet, Dave Shands called me to go meet somebody I just came home from jail. Yeah. I go to talk to the brother. And while I'm there, there was another guy there with him. Yeah. Little skinny white dude. Yeah. And we started talking. He said, I want to be a motivational speaker. Mm. You know me, I get ready to spit something. Right. And we start going in and we took him to dinner with us. Yeah. And he had a sad story about struggling where he was from. I said, listen, you want to change your life? He said, yeah. I said, you come to Atlanta, I'll pay your rent for a year. Mm. You can work for me. Mm. He looked at me like, huh? I said, fly to Atlanta, I'll pay your rent for you. I'll get you an apartment and you can start your life over. He came, we set him up in an apartment, he started rolling. Three or four months in, he, he didn't really want to work hard for me. It was just, I'm going to give you an assignment and walk away. Right, right, right. He needed someone who was going to manage him. Yeah, yeah. So he was able, he, three months he rocked with me, and then he got another job with one of the good brothers here in Atlanta. Yeah. Changed his whole life. Yeah. So it cost me three, four months of rent. Yeah. What was that, like five grand? Right, right. This man's whole life has changed. changed. Wow, wow, wow. I went to Montana three weeks ago. Yeah. There was a lady in Montana whose, whose daughter was suicidal. I got on a plane, I flew to Montana. Yeah. There are no black people in Montana. Yeah. I go spend a day with the girl. Yeah. And I talk to her, boom, thriving. Yeah. Been to Utah, been to Harlem. I'm going to Chicago today. When I get off this set, yeah. I'm flying to Chicago yeah. because there's somebody in Chicago that needs my help. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to Chicago. Now, you do outreach. I do it in the hood, I do it in the penitentiaries. I also do it for rich people. Mm. Rich people have just as many problems as we nice. do, they just don't put them on TV. Nice. So. I go help their kids too. Mm. So I'm going to Chicago to help somebody's child yeah. who's struggling. Yeah. And it just happens to be a super rich dad. Yeah. But I go across the town. The other kid I helped the other day was dead broke. Right. But it doesn't matter to me. I help people. people yeah. When I started out, I helped black kids. Because yeah. it's what I understood. Mm. Then they asked me to go to the girls' center. I started helping girls. Mm. I started going to schools, helping white kids, Spanish kids. Yeah. Now I just help people. Yeah. I don't have a label anymore. Mm. Yeah. I just help people. So when my phone rings, I help people. Mm. And I've made myself available, yeah. not just to the poor. Mm. Yeah. I used to only work in the hood. Yeah. Then somebody said, Dre, there's people you're denying because they're rich and their parents want to pay you. Mm. Mm. I was like, rich kids ain't got no problems. Yeah. Yes, they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're going to do a speed round. Before we go to the speed round, you know, you are who you are right now today. You know what you know. If you were to give Dre, 18-year-old Dre, advice, what are you telling him? 18-year-old Dre is on his way to the penitentiary with a ton of time. Yeah. I would have said, when I first went in, they told me about forklift. I wish I'd have studied the whole 14 years. Yeah. I wish I'd have studied the whole four, not just the last eight. Yeah. I wish I could add that other, I, I can't change my life. If no. I had to go to the penitentiary and do 14, yeah. I wish I'd have studied for 14 and not just eight. Yeah. yeah. Because, and I wish I'd have studied different stuff. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I studied what I knew, what I had available to me. And um, I wish that there was a JPay tablet yeah, yeah, yeah. when I was in jail. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, I could just go on and search, search stuff and watch stuff on TV. But um, if I could go back to 18-year-old Dre, you're going to the penitentiary, yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've already laid that line. Mm -hmm. When you're there, don't feed into the madness. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? What I need you to do is I need you to study. Yeah. But now this is the truth. This is my newest program. Mm -hmm. When you get off the bus at the penitentiary, they walk you down the hall, they throw you in this big giant dorm full of convicted killers, yeah. and they walk away. Mm. And you gotta fend for yourself, day one. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's seek or swim, day one. Yeah. And you got to get in there and survive. Yeah. And your whole mindset is survival that first 72 hours and they drop you off in this place. Yeah. Survival. Yeah. Nothing but. Yeah. I ain't thinking about no school. I ain't yeah. thinking about no visits. Yeah. I'm thinking of survival. Where do I get a knife? Yeah. Who do I click up with? Yeah. And that's the whole thing when you get off the bus. Yeah. I just created a program called Pep Talk. Prison entry program. Mm. They all got this reentry stuff. Yeah. Well, you come in, you survive for eight years, mm -hmm. you got two years up. Hey, Ash Cash, we're gonna teach you how to file a job application. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You got eight stab wounds, yeah. you got dents in your head, <laughs> right. you just spent a year and a half in right. solitary, right. you right. half crazy. That didn't want you got two years up. We want you to file a job app. Right. That'll make everything better. Right. So I said to a commissioner, I said, why are you getting them at the end after they're all tore up? Yeah. Let's get them in the front end. Yeah. So Massachusetts, the prison I came out of, yeah. they're giving me a housing unit in the prison I came out of, in the block I used to live in with. Mm. I lived in this unit. And when you get off the bus in Massachusetts, you're going to come to our unit. Mm. And you don't have to fight for your life. Yeah. You're not going to worry about getting raped or stabbed or yeah. stomped out. Yeah. You're going to come into a unit yeah. that's completely therapeutic, that's completely education-based. Yeah. Securus Technologies has agreed to put technology in there like crazy. We're going to have tablets. We're going to have smart boards. We're going to have VR. Yeah. We're going to have keyboards. We're going to have kiosks. All the tech you can imagine. Yeah. And a principal, I'm saying a real principal, yeah. lady from Detroit named KC Snap, phenomenal. Yeah. So you're going to come off the bus. Instead of walking in, looking for a knife, we're going to hand you a VR headset and a keypad and say, yo, have a seat. Yeah. Completely safe. Yeah. Completely. And we want to teach you that prison isn't about survival. Right. It's about coming up. It's about right. fixing your mind. Right. Fixing what you were broken at. So and right now, across the country, that orientation block is a killer. It's where you get all your madness from. Right. It just compounds the chaos. Right. So I said to the commissioner, y'all are focused on the wrong end of this thing. Right. The 18 months before I go home is too late. Yeah. I'm a psychopath. Mm. Let's stop them from being psychopaths. Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah. stop them from being raped and stabbed. Let's yeah. stop them from having to click up to survive. Yeah. So we're creating the first entry program in the country. Wow. And Powerful. And what, so when you get off the bus, you yeah. come to us, and we're going to teach you about canteen, about good time, about programming, about you're going to get recruited in the gangs. You're going to have to deal with drugs. You might go through what you go through yeah. still, yeah. but you're going to know how to get out of it on the other side. Right. You're going to have real clear information, yeah. not just the three dudes that you're around telling you this is how this grows. Right, right, right. We're going to tell you. Yeah. This is how gangs work. Yeah. This is how drugs work. Yeah. This is how whole, This is how segregation works. Yeah. This is how the canteen works. Yeah. This is how visits work. This is how you're going to... Yeah. You're going to earn 15 days good time, mm -hmm. your first 30 days with us. Mm -hmm. We're going to take 15 days off your sentence wow. for staying with us for 30 days. Wow. Yeah. You can keep doing this and say, wow. let's do the math. You're going to earn 15 days a month, every month, mm. you know what I'm saying? For eight years, you're out of here a year and a half, two years earlier yeah, 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 than yeah. if you go to the yard and play, play the game. Yeah, yeah. But nobody taught us that. Right. We were thrown into the block, mm -hmm. handed the knife, and say survive. Yeah. So we're going to teach people how to actually decompress, understand what they are, and the real meaning of corrections, yeah. not just survival mode. But yeah. this came about for me, having done 14 years, understanding the dilemma. I'm an expert at prison. Right. So the commissioners have been around forever. Right. They never thought we need to get them on the front end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this program is starting in mass, mm -hmm. but I guarantee you we'll be in all 50 states before it's over with, yeah, yeah. and I own it. Mm. Yeah. Copyright. Love it. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. All right, quick, we're going to do a uh, lightning round. Uh, we, what we do is we take, uh, you know, bank terms 
and then we ask you to flip them here inside the vault, right? All day. All right, so the fir first term is deposit slip. Deposit slip, you walk into a no, bank. You, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. You gonna tell me what the deposit no, slip is? I know is. you know what a deposit slip is for the viewers. For the viewers. <laughs> oh, let me do my thing. Right? Oh, you got. Yeah. I know. I know. I gave you over the show, but let me do my oh, thing. Let me do my thing. You know I'm like, hold up. You know what I mean? Tell me who you explaining it to. Okay. It's, it's, it's for the viewers. You know what I'm saying? For those of you who don't know, right? I'm educating you. I'm not just talking. I'm like, you gotta think about it. Like, people don't even go no, no, to banks no, no, no more. I'm with you. I'm with you. you. Know I, mean? I was like, hold on. I'm about to be personally offended. <laughs> you explain. It's for the viewers. How about the Okay, cool. So, right? You walk into the bank. You make you. You walk into the bank, you take the deposit slip, you write it, you deposit money into the bank. For us here inside the vault, a uh, deposit slip uh, is a mistake, a slip-up that you've made with money. What would you say has been your, your biggest deposit slip? We took the $25 million the first four years, and we spent it on cars, uh, we spent it on clubs, we spent it on clothes, we spent it on hanging out, we spent it on showing out. So we took that first $25 million and just blew it. Uh, you just yeah. thought we were rappers. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. we was shipping cars. Rent I was in running cars every day. Wow. Three I used to trade my car three times a day. Wow. I had to deal with Hertz. Mm. We had four cars from Hertz. We had all the Jaguars, the Range Rovers, the, the, the Corvettes. And I lived like three minutes from the airport. Yeah, yeah. And I would go to the airport three times a day and change my car. I'm wearing black, I go get a black Benz. Wow. Then I'm, later on, I'm switching up. I go out there and get a blue navigator. Yeah, yeah. I go back and get a, a red Jag. And I switched my car three times a day. Wow. I blew so much money. Yeah. No, no, we blew $25 million. Right. Wow, <laughs> That's wow, so much wow. on nothingness. When I walked out of that company, mm. I had nothing. Wow. Yeah. So my deposit slip mess up was not understanding money. Mm. And that first $25 million just went straight out the window. Wow. I had nothing to show for it. Wow. Wow. I even got pictures because we didn't have <laughs> camera phones back then. <laughs> All right, turn number two uh, is charge off, right? Charge off, you borrow money from the bank, you don't pay the bank back. Uh, the bank tries to get the money from you, but eventually they're like, you know what? We're going to charge this off, right? But on your journey, uh, what type of people or mindsets did you have to charge off? I had to charge off the people who think I owe them. Mm. You're saying, well, Dre, you owe me because you know me. Mm. You're saying, you owe me. I don't owe you shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When I was in a dungeon, yeah. you weren't with me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. When my mother was trying to come see me, she wasn't, you wasn't in there yeah. comforting me. Yeah. So I had to charge off the mindset that I owe people yeah. and that people owe me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We struggle together. Mm -hmm. I love you. Yeah. I feel you. Yeah. But I don't owe you. Yeah. So people who think I owe them, mm -hmm. I had to charge off. Mm -hmm. And people that I was thinking, I, I felt obligated to. Yeah. I'm obligated to Brooks Norman. Mm -hmm. Everybody else is on their own. Yeah, Everything yeah. else is a toss-up. Yeah, yeah. I can walk away from anybody else yeah. with no excuse or explanations yeah. other than Brooks Norman. Mm, I love it. So yeah. that's my charge off. I love it. I love it. And then last but not least, ATM. ATM, you know, automatic teller machine. You put your card in. You get the money out. Uh, but for us here inside the vault, ATM is another teachable moment. You've given us so much game. And, like, I promise you, I'm not just saying this. Like... Literally, after after this interview, I'm going to go to the back of the vault, and I'm going to send a text to, to my billionaire friend, and I'm going to say, how can I help you? I promise you that's what I'm about to do. Now, let me tell you that. I promise now, you. Let me tell you the other part of that. Yeah. You messed it up the first time. Uh, no, facts. No, no, no. Yeah. You messed it up I the did. first time yeah, yeah. with your thinking. Yeah. What makes you think your thinking got better? Mm. So why are you going to the billionaire guy with the same thinking? You learned the trick. Yeah. You don't learn the process. Yeah. So... You about to take a trick yeah. to the billionaire that he's yeah. going to 
Nah. Yeah, yeah. You 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 don't you so did. What, so so, so what, 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 what do I do? You take Inside me with you. You take Cullen. me with do do? you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know what I do? Yeah, yeah. I move at that level. Yeah, yeah. I've had so many people say, "Tell me what I need to say to be in that room." Yeah. Said, "Dude, just take me with you." Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they can't see you. Mm. Ask him, dude, who was doing some business one time. He's getting information from me on how to build the program, what to say. Yeah. I said, I can't teach you that in that amount of time. I just go with you. Mm. Now they can't see you. Yeah, yeah. He wants to be the star. Right. He wants to be the shine. Right. If they see me, they might not choose him. Yeah. It's that Black Moses yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Only one of us can nah, be in the room. Yeah, yeah. So you have to say to yourself, yeah. I messed it up because I didn't understand how to move with him. Right. This one trick didn't teach you how to move with him. Yeah. You're going to resort back to who you are, yeah. and it's not moving in that space. So yeah. if I'm you, yeah. if not Andre, somebody who knows how to move in that space, yo, bro, come with me yeah, yeah. to handle this. Yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? If you're going to yeah. collect some money from the other side of town, yeah. and you ain't that type of dude, you're right. going to bring somebody with right. you. Right, right, right. <laughs> All right, so we're going to talk. We gonna bring talk somebody with you. We're going to talk offline. All right, uh, so, so ATM. ATM, right? Another teachable moment. I mean, that was just a teachable moment right there. But give, but give us one more. One more gem. One more jewel, something that could, could, our, our audience is going to go away with, like, yo, this is it. No matter where you are, no matter your circumstance, circumstances change. And they change when you change them. I'm saying you can't make anything go at anybody else's pace or time. When you're prepared and you're ready and the time comes, you can step through the door. The worst thing that happen is the time to come, you're not prepared. This is the time to study. This is the time to collaborate, understand what you do and don't do, subcontract out mm -hmm. what you don't do yeah. with clear terms, yeah. but don't think that you're less than. Don't think that the next person is better than. Know that you are great in yourself, that you have the ability to thrive and to be prosperous. I've walked around some of the richest people on the planet. They're not extraordinary. They're not all 6'5", looking like LeBron. They're regular people. They just took the time to develop themselves. So if you take the time to develop yourself, Good things will happen. Yeah, love it, love it. Hey, yo, this was one of the most powerful interviews we've had inside the vault with Andre Norman. Y'all see him next time. You ain't gonna see me. It's his show now. But now, seriously, yo, Dre, uh, I appreciate you, brother. Thank you so much, man. If people wanted to connect with you, uh, where can they find you? If you want to find me, man, my IG is at Andre Norman. My LinkedIn is Andre Norman. <laughs> my Facebook is Andre Norman. My website is AndreNorman.com. But if you really want to see me, do the work. Mm. You catch me in the Delta Lounge at the airport. If you ain't in the Delta Lounge, you probably won't see me. You know what I'm saying? If you're not in the Bing Dollar Mastermind, you probably won't see me. Don't look for me on the street. You know what I'm saying? Because you see me, you're going to look past me because I ain't going to be flashy. But if you want to connect with me, man, be about the work. Reach out to Ash Cash, man. Reach out to Ash. Because I always say, these are your people. Yeah, sure. I'm not here to try to get followers. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Reach out to Ash. Go through Ash and say, oh, we want to build that brother. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because if they ain't trying to do business with you, yeah. I don't want to do business with them. Yeah. These are your people. I'm not here to get followers. I don't, I don't pay that stuff no attention. Yeah. So you know your people. So if you want to do business with Andre Norman for whatever the reason, question, comments, reflection, negotiation, skill set, holler at your man that you came through. St listen, there's no, oh, this is your chance to come see me. Nah, go see your man. Deal with your people, and I'll deal with your people. Yo, Dre, I appreciate you, brother. Hey, listen, another powerful episode of Inside the Vault with Ash Cash. You know what I'm saying? The ski mask way. Forget a ransom note, because he just gave you how to legally and ethically be a stick-up kid, right? There's nothing wrong with getting to the bag if you know how to get the bag, if you know how to connect, if you have value, you know your value, take that value. 
Another powerful episode of Inside the Vault with Ash Cash. Make sure you follow us on all social media platforms at Inside the Vault. Me, I am Ash Cash. Follow me on all social media platforms. I'll see you next time. Same time, same place. In God's will. Peace.